You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of Rita and Glenn slash Glenn and Rita on 105.7 The Fan with my guy Cordell Woodland from Shaking It Up Sports and the Ravens reporter on 105.7 The Fan. And, you know, slow week, Cordell, it feels like, unless your quarterback is not signed um, by his team. So there's always going to be little things here and there that's always going to be a topic of discussion in the Ravens flock. One of the things that uh, has been discussed is now we're seeing Ozzie Newsom be the person that's stepping up and, and, and talking. I don't know if you know this, but he is a regular on the Bernie Kosar um, podcast mm-hmm. and he goes on there and talks and, and, and as many as of, as many of us know he is the executive vice president of the Ravens um, he doesn't do the GM stuff anymore but he is still around and he helps you know and in, in the day-to-day functions in terms of what the Ravens do particularly um, and, you know, signing and, and, and all of those things, helping Eric DaCosta. So um, he did go on to the Bernie Kosar show and he talked about the Deshaun Watson deal. Um, and he mentioned that, you know, the Deshaun Watson contract obviously was a problem, particularly uh, for Steve Bashotti, who we know has publicly spoken out regarding that contract. But here's what he had to say about the contract creating some problems. Well, you know what? I'm always about this. Every club has to do what they have to do (laughs) with contracts, with drafting. You know, I got enough problems dealing with this club that, you know what, I can't, you know, uh, I don't worry about what other people do. But, you know, our owner, you know, did say that, you know, that contract uh, did create some problems. Now, what we have to figure out, is that going to be the norm or is that an outlier? And we don't know. So we know this is not a thing that just Steve Bashotti feels some type of way about. We know that this is a thing that majority of the owners felt some type of way about and that they weren't pleased with what the Browns did um, in terms of getting Deshaun Watson. We also know that Deshaun Watson had a no trade clause in which the Browns were a part of that and that they had to get him a fully guaranteed contract in order to change his mind about not being a Brown. Ozzie Newsom also said that this is something that they were watching to see if this was an outlier or if this was going to be the norm. As of right now, though, Cordell, it doesn't appear to be the norm. Everybody else that has signed contracts post Deshaun Watson have not gotten fully guaranteed contracts. So as of right now, it does appear to be an outlier, but it is obviously something that has caused some tension. And he also says that he believes that that Lamar would have been signed by now had the Deshaun Watson contract situation had not happened. 
So when you saw that, I, I mean, did you did anything change? I mean, I feel like these are things that we kind of already knew when it came to ownership and how they felt about this. And Ozzy just basically reiterated things at this point. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, everybody is has been very quick to say if Lamar had an agent, he'd be signed right now. And maybe that's the case. That That is very possible that he would be signed by now. Um, that doesn't mean that it wouldn't have been uglier. It couldn't have gotten ugly still because things do get ugly, ugly when you have an agent, but it's possible he could have gotten signed by now. And then you hear Ozzy say if it wasn't for the Deshaun Watson deal, he would have been signed by now. Well, maybe, but even before the Watson deal, the Raider, the Ravens and Lamar have been going back and forth. Lamar could have got that deal. He, I mean, Josh Allen got his deal. The, the time to get it done was right after Josh Allen got his deal. That was still before Deshaun Watson's deal was ever even thought of. So I'm not necessarily completely buying the fact that Lamar would be signed if Deshaun Watson got a deal, uh, didn't, if his deal didn't happen. Would it be easier? Without question, because this benchmark that it seems like Lamar is trying to hit wouldn't have been the case. Uh, but like I said, the fact that they didn't sign him after the Josh Allen deal what were they offering at that time? Were they lowballing him then? Uh, Lamar wasn't asking for close to a fully guaranteed deal at that point. At least I would imagine he wasn't. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I'm a little hesitant to say it's easy to look back now and say, well, if this, this, and that didn't happen, then this would have happened. I, I don't know. This whole situation has been so bizarre that I'm not convinced that we would have had a solution by now had he had an agent or had uh, or had Deshaun Watson's deal not done. Not saying it couldn't have been, it couldn't have happened, but I'm not a hundred percent sold. That that I mean, obviously you, you, you don't, we, we don't know that because it didn't happen. Right. Yeah. Like it's easier to say, I think that the, I think it's fair to say that the likelihood is right. much higher than what it is now, but we don't know exactly how that would have went. Another thing though, I, I think that we have to address is like, when we say things like, Oh, you know, they could have done it the same offseason as Josh Allen. What if the what if Lamar's camp didn't want to? Maybe because 2020 cap year because of COVID really was low. Right. And it's very possible that they wanted to wait because they wanted to maximize their money, right? And if they did do that, while I understand I completely understand the logic, and I probably would have wanted to do the same thing. I think that that that's it's now gotten to a point that that extra year, as we see has been crucial to this whole process, right? And so I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know who right. wanted to wait, who didn't want to wait. But obviously that one extra year, to me, has now become a pivot part of this whole thing because instead of us being at a situation where we are doing this non-exclusive tag, you could have just done this in the fifth-year option and potentially have gotten a deal done. Um, but unfortunately it didn't go that way and you know that that's how that goes but I, I didn't think that Ozzy said anything that we didn't already know it was obvious that the owners don't like the way that the Browns handle business and particularly have gone out of their way to make sure that that business doesn't get handled like that anymore it seems and it doesn't seem like there's a trend of anyone else that's trying to fall in line of saying I want a fully guaranteed contract but we are seeing contracts get a lot more of fully guaranteed money that we've seen in previous years. Not fully, but, you know, a, a pretty good amount. I think Derek Carr's contract is $150 million, but 100 of that 
is fully guaranteed. So you are starting to see more of that type of trend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's what Lamar's camp is doing. They, they, even though they're not asking for fully guaranteed, they're asking for close enough, right? Basically. And then that's the issue that's going least, on. And they want at least what Watson got. They, right. they, you know, they don't want to get less than Watson. But going back to what you said about it could have been Lamar wanting to wait. I mean, that's kind of my point. Anything could have happened. Like right now we have the fact that Deshaun Watson got that crazy deal from Cleveland. We have that to lean on, but if that hadn't happened, it probably would have been something else. I agree that one year that they waited was crucial because that's a year apart from Lamar winning his MVP and just playing out of this world. Ever since then, it's kind of trended down for Lamar. So if he decided that he wanted to wait that extra year for the cap to go back up, uh, by the time he waits and that following season comes, okay, he didn't have the production that twenty nineteen uh, that he, that he had in twenty nineteen. So now the price that he's asking for, the Ravens may be like, ah, uh, I'm not, I'm not so sure. And then another year goes, he's hurt again, and and then it's like, well. What do, what do we do now? You know, it's, 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 I, I just feel like right now we can go to the Deshaun Washington thing because that's what's going on. But if it wasn't the Deshaun Washington thing, I think them waiting that extra year is what did them in. I mean, it, it, it's been tough to really gauge Lamar's value since 2019. Um, and, Lam- and in Lamar's eyes, it hasn't gone down. His value is yeah. going up, even of with course. him being hurt, you yep. know? Even with him going hurt, his value is going up. And then the Ravens' eyes, it's it's going the opposite way. Um, so that's that's kind of that was just really my point is that I, I don't think it's as simple to say if it wasn't for this one thing, this deal would be done. I, I don't yeah. I don't I don't necessarily buy that. Um, but uh, you know, Ozzy is a guy that I know everybody is you know Ozzy's retired, and we all look at the Costa as the guy uh, as the GM and everything, but. Ozzy is there. Ozzy is there. He's there every day. He's there yep. every day. Uh, and and I the best believe he's a part of these negotiations. Yep. Best believe when they went down to go see Lamar in Florida, Ozzy was a part of that group. Best believe that. So he is he has been a part of this every step of the way. Um, and this is his, you know, pride and joy. You know, this is yep. his last draft Lamar's the the guy that's the face of Ozzy's last draft so no doubt he holds a special place uh in Ozzy's heart and I think Ozzy wants him to stay in Baltimore but he's kind of in the middle of this as well you know I'm sure uh uh Bashadi and DaCosta are both picking Ozzy's brain to figure out what's going on and at the same time Lamar's probably like I mean I don't know how much contact Lamar's having with Ozzy these days but he's probably, you know, that's his guy. That's that's yeah. been his guy. Um, yep. So it, it doesn't make it any easier. But Ozzy's kind of that variable, I think, that gets lost in the sauce a little bit. Nobody, I don't think people really realize how much he's still around. And, and how, how much of an intricate ball. part he's still yeah. in, too. Yeah. yeah, he and Dick Cass. I mean, every yep. time I'm at the castle, they're at the castle. Yep. They're there every day. I'm convinced they still have their office. They still have their parking spot. I mean, yep. I, Nothing has changed for them. They just don't want the job. They don't want the day-to-day job. That's it. Right. They tired right. of getting up and being on time to go to work mm-hmm. every day. And and just like anybody else that's retired, right? That yep. that that doesn't want to necessarily completely eliminate themselves. They just coming into the office and hanging right. out. And if you need me for some questions, yep. you know, if I can help you in some type of, you know, 
um, contracting or mentorship type of thing. I'm going to help you. But other than that, I ain't really here to yeah. work. I'm just here because I ain't got nothing else better to do. Basically. <laughs> I mean, they'd rather be there than to sit in the house and bore Exactly. You know, so, uh, I mean, I'm not knocking them for doing it. I'm just saying, I, I think a lot of people don't realize how much these guys are still around, how yes. involved they still are post-retirement yep. right now. And look, I mean, like you said, the, uh, the, uh, Ozzy didn't tell us anything that we didn't already know. I mean, Steve Ashadi has already come out and said as much. Uh, and Ozzy alluded to that uh, in, in the cut as well, where, you know, Steve Bashotti has basically said that Deshaun Watson's deal has messed things up. And you're right. Right now, it looks like an outlier. But I would say that we still I think we still have a little ways to go um, because guys like Russ wasn't going to get this wasn't going to get a Deshaun Watson type deal. I don't think I mean, depending on the level of desperation from for Denver and they were desperate because they still gave Russ a very lucrative deal. Yeah, um, but it wasn't the Deshaun Watson deal. He's a little up there in age. Watson is still in the prime of his career age wise. Um, so I, I, that's a little that's a little different. Kyler Murray, you can make the argument a little bit, especially considering Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray have accomplished basically the same amount of things in the league to this point. Um, but. I, I, Murray is a different situation, even in itself, too. I'm curious to see how these next group of quarterbacks handle it. The Burrow and Hurts. Not necessarily Herbert for me. Uh, the Chargers don't have the money to, to that, they, that ownership group isn't as lucrative. They're not lucrative enough to make that type of deal. They, they, they yeah. just they can't do that. Um, yeah. So I don't expect them. And, and Herbert's not in that class to me. Herbert's a very good young quarterback, but I mean, can we can we get a can, can a kid get a playoff win before we start talking about him <laughs> a, a totally guaranteed deal? The big fish are Burrow, Hurts, and Lamar right now. I've yeah. said it before. I don't think that this ends with Lamar. If Lamar doesn't get the guaranteed deal, I don't think that this is just going to go away with Lamar. Those two. And I don't expect Burrow to get it because we know how cheap the Bengals can be, although they're spending money a little in different ways now. Maybe yeah. not in the totality of the contract, but they're giving a nice portion up front now. And you you said it. That's, that's kind of the way that the league is trending towards. So I am curious to see how Burrow's deal looks with the Bengals. I think it'll be a little bigger than what some people may think. Um, but Hurts, Hurts could play the long game. And I get it, Philly. Could Philly has the weapons around him to where they, if they chose to kind of wait hurts out and, and go another route at quarterback, they, I'm not going to sit here and say that they would necessarily fall off the cliff, but who knows, man, hurts, hurts is a situation to where kind of like Lamar, where everybody told him that the, what he couldn't do and nobody believed he was a legit quarterback and could lead a team. And then he goes out there and has an MVP type season. Should have, he would have won MVP had he not gotten hurt on the back end of the year. And then he goes to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I, I think Hurts could end up. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays the long game and ends up betting on himself and potentially trying to do the same thing. Not saying that he'll get it. I just don't think that this fully guaranteed thing is going to die with Lamar. 
Yeah, I, I will. We definitely have to see who from here on out is going to be the next person in line to try to help push this narrative. But as of right now, it does feel like it's an outlier. And as he's saying what he's saying, it's really nothing, not news. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, you hear it from Ozzy Newsom as opposed to hearing it from um, someone else. Someone from within an organization is, is, I guess, the difference in terms of who's saying it as opposed to just media saying it. And that's really the difference here. I am kind of surprised that Ozzy has made the amount of appearances that he's had. And I get it. Bernie Kosar's his guy, you know, former teammate and all that. I, I totally understand. And it's not like he's necessarily been dropping gems when he goes on the show. Um, but I, I am just a little surprised at anybody from the organization right now. I mean, he, te- look, he, he technically just doing whatever he want to do. What right. they going to tell him? They, right. they can't come back? I mean, that ain't going right. to happen. So no, yeah, he, he does what he, he wants. Want. Well, like I said, it's, <laughs> not, it's not like he's saying anything that's detrimental to the to the situation. I, right. I, don't, I don't think he said anything that's, you know, kind of jaw dropping to this point. Like I said, I, I'm just more so surprised that he's like at this point doing annual uh, appearances in the heat of all of this because it's what else what else are you going to talk to him about right now pertaining to the ratings exactly very good point another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Before we get into our next segment, please make sure that you are subscribed to the Winning Drive podcast so that every time there is a new episode, you will be the first to know. So extending the media talk surrounding what's happening to Lamar Jackson, there's been some, some multiple, you know, things Um, Robert Griffin, the third, who obviously we know has a relationship with Lamar as well as the Ravens mm-hmm. um, had went on his, his show yesterday. Um, this just in and said that it, it's not that it's that the relationship isn't salvageable. He doesn't think it's to the point where it's, it's that bad. It's just basically some money differences. So, you know, depending on how you view that, that could be considered a good thing. Um, however, Shannon Sharp went on his show, Undisputed, and had a conversation. And he believes that Lamar is, quote unquote, showing signs of desperation. And this is what he had to say. Semantics now. Yeah. All right. They're talking about, well, he don't want a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. So what, you want $200 million yeah. guaranteed yeah. instead of the 230 to $250? i am sure that's what we're talking about. If, see, Skip, this looks at desperation to me. Yeah. You don't have an agent. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if I mean, and so is the rep your mom? Is that's who's calling around? Because Skip, that's tampering. I don't think it's his mom, but go ahead. But okay. it is tampering. It's go tampering. ahead. Yes, yes. Lamar Jackson has a contract, have a contract sheet, I have an offer sheet. Mm-hmm. And he's still property ever right now with the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking to you. I'm not finna lose a first round pick or a second round pick. Talking to you. Now, see if you had an agent, you can go back channels. Back channels. They did because Skip last year the NFL specifically instructed teams not to negotiate with representatives not certified by the NFLPA. When St. Omni allegedly tried was contacting teams on behalf of then Bears linebacker uh, Roquan Smith. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is why they're they're actually trying to protect the players. players. Yes. This is why you have representatives. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lamar. See. As an individual, there are things that you can't do that an agent can. You see now, Ray was like, okay, we can just sit back. Because, Skip, 
if everybody believed that the 32 owners are colluding, why the hell would I give Lamar Jackson a $200 million fully guaranteed contract <laughs> when I'm trying to suppress the market to make sure these contracts aren't fully guaranteed yep. and give up two first-round picks? Come on now, people. So basically, Shannon's clip is is saying that, you know, because the, the report is, is that a non-NFLPA rep is is the person that's going around reaching out to teams. Now, that is not legal. You cannot do that. Wow. Um, and people have cited the Roquan Smith situation and where someone was going around doing the same thing last year in terms of um, him looking for a trade suitor. So. Uh, you know, Shannon kind of ends this and says, you know, continue to do it the way that you want to do it, bro. But, uh, you know, I don't know if this is true, right? Because we have no idea this is true. I will say this, though. I don't think it's not true because we know that he doesn't have anyone that's represented uh, that's NFLPA certified. So I, I would I would not be surprised. This is snitching to me, though, Cordell. Yeah. Somebody is going and telling the media and these leads, and I'm not talking about the Ravens. This is some other, these are other teams telling these people that somebody is snitching because they really do not like this idea of what Lamar's camp is doing in terms of, you know, what it is that he's asking for, trying to do all of this himself, whatever the reason. I don't know. All I know is, is that whatever is going on, somebody is telling. That's what I do know, because why is it that we know this information? And maybe it's maybe this does happen more often than not. Again, this happened with the Roquan situation, but ultimately Roquan is just a linebacker. He's not a star player in the face of a franchise in that regard. Yes, he's a star player, but we know that quarterback completely overrides any other position in the National Football League in terms of how, you know, um, being put on the forefront of NFL and, and, and all of those types of things. So uh, my first indication was somebody out here telling, and that's messed up. Uh, but ultimately, I don't, if that's the case, I, it just feels like I don't know how much further this can really go without some type of representation. Because if you're trying to get teams to put in an offer sheet for you, so then that way a, a market value is set and you're not doing it legally, I, I, I'm not really sure how this ends here. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is getting bizarre. It very. Uh, you, you talk, you, like you said, it, it can't come off as snitching, although it, for the teams, it may be them protecting themselves because they'll get fined and, you know, uh, and reprimanded if it comes out that they're dealing with a person that isn't certified by the PA. They'll be the ones to lose the first round draft pick. Very true. And everything. So they kind of have to get in front of it and let the league know what's going on. Um Lamar should just hit up St. Omni at this point. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it, I mean, it would be wise. I know he's kind of the forbidden name, so to speak, but Laramie Tunsil had no problem bringing him up after he just got his deal. We know. Oh, uh, say it again. Death. Say it again. So Laramie Tunsil didn't go into the office with his briefcase by himself and did I mean, it? He, he, he highlighted St. Omni as a guy who was very pivotal in getting his deal done. Mm -hmm. um, we know Roquan Smith is pretty tight with Saint. And um, also Roquan Smith used uh humble uh, Lukanga. I never say his name right, but mm -hmm. he's that's the person that helped him negotiate his contract with the Ravens. Mm -hmm. So that's that's another name that we should be talking about. These are guys that 
are not necessary. They all have the experience and they can absolutely be NFL agents if they wanted to be. They mm. just have not, I guess, what taken the test or right. certified themselves with the PA. But they, the, the experience they have is very similar to what many agents have that currently have represented NFL players. And Rita, like you said before, it, it could be the fact that Lamar is a quarterback and Lamar has been unique to this point and these owners don't like the way that Lamar has moved because What's the difference between a guy like Laramie Tunsil and those guys using St. Omni and, exactly. and getting the deal done? You think he hasn't been the one that's, that was reaching out on their behalf? He, You know, so, I mean, yeah, I, I do think if, if this doesn't bode well for the people saying that there isn't collusion going on because this could fall into that. This could fall into the idea of why people may believe that this is going on, because like we just said, I, I understand that, uh, that the owners have to protect themselves and they aren't legally allowed to talk to people who aren't certified by the PA, but we're seeing other players at other positions get deals done by going the same route. Um, but it just so happens that when Lamar does it, everybody's blowing the whistle. It is unique. Um, at this point, I don't know if I necessarily buy what Shannon is saying that it's an act of desperation. I don't I don't necessarily believe in that, but I will say that some of the things he's doing right now are beyond unorthodox, even in terms of the interview that he has coming out. I'm not going to say it's levels of desperation, but it is a, a level of showing that he needs people around him absolutely people around him that can actually do the things that he's trying to do himself right now because it can come off as desperate or it can come off as somebody that's kind of trying to figure it all out on the fly trying yep. to do it their way and then it's kind of cringeworthy when when, I you, guess, when you see him do it yeah I can see how it's perceived as desperation because you you need somebody to try to help you set your market so then that way you can see the tell the rate and see I told you I was worth more or you know nah that ain't you know that ain't it but as of right now they they're not they don't have anybody that's being able to do that so I I don't know if it's an act of desperation more so than well that they believe more so than strategic right mm -hmm. um I could see them just saying well somebody has to put in an, an offer because I need somebody to, to help me tell them that this is the value that my that I'm validated and my value should be this right but from the outside looking in I can see how someone could say this is an act of desperation but honestly they ain't desperate enough yet Cordell because if right. they were then they would be hiring somebody with right. experience so that's why I, st I stopped short of that mm -hmm. and even if they did that even if that's the case I don't even think I care you know so what if you are desperate look this is money on the line. Generational wealth is right. on the line. So I, if you are desperate, I completely understand. And yeah. I would be desperate. I can tell you what I would be. <laughs> but clearly they ain't desperate enough at this very moment because they haven't fallen into, well, let's just get somebody that we can get that some experience that can help. Because, again, you and I, I think, have both agreed. It's not even, I, I, yes, have I said that I believe that Lamar should get an agent? I do. But at the end of the day, it's more about having the experience than necessarily the agency for me. If he doesn't get an agent, but he gets somebody that has 
multiple years of NFL experience with negotiating with GMs and front offices, then that's the person that you need. And it doesn't have to be a certified agent. But for me, it's more so about the representation for him. And he does need somebody that's going to help him navigate through these things. Because if you, if the person, if their team knew that, then they know that, that what they're doing is illegal and that they can't do that. I mean, they, they, I think that they're under the impression that, well, other players are doing it. So what's the difference between us doing it? Not He's doing the quarterback. It. Right. I, I get it. I he get it. He is a quarterback. <laughs> and a the very high well-known quarterback. And his situation is to get the, a massive payday. It is not the same. His situation is the most high-profile situation in the league right Thank now. Thank you. So it's, it's definitely not the same. I wish I was privy to, to knowing who is in his group who are the people involved and how much experience do what what makes him comfortable depending on them to do the things that they're doing it's got to be more than oh that's my boy that I grew up with you know what I'm saying it's got to be more than that for me it's got to be somebody that actually knows what they're doing not just somebody that I mean, because I got I got people in my circle that I would love to put on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I would, I would love to put everybody <laughs> on in my circle and and make it so that everything is done in house. But it's things in this in in the communications business, in the media business that they don't understand. They would be in a totally different world if I asked them to do some of the things pertaining to my career. Yeah. So. They can be along for the ride. They could be a part of it for sure and find their own lanes. But I can't, I mean, and, and I said this to you before, I think he has looked at what LeBron James has done and is kind of trying try to adopt that a little bit. Keep and everything that's fine, in Cordell, but those guys were experienced in the areas of which they were in. That's the part that we keep acting like mm -hmm. it doesn't exist. One guy worked at Nike, the other guy worked at an agency. Mm -hmm. So they had the they had the experience. They had the mentorship. They had the things that can help LeBron build the team that he built. These were not just dudes that were off the street. Right. That yeah. is the difference, right? And that's the part that we like to ignore because it moves the goalposts into the way that we want them to be moved. And I, that's the problem that I have with all these disingenuous conversations is that these guys had experience. They were not just dudes. They were working at companies that helped them in marketing, that also helped them with um, agencies and worked and worked out to, to negotiate contracts. Mm -hmm. So if, Le if Lamar did that and those guys were on his team, I would honestly have no problem with any and, of this. And honestly, I mean, we don't know who's in his who's on his team. They well, what may... we do know is that they don't know the rules. Well, That's the one thing well, we yeah, know. They, they don't know the rules and they and they may not be good at what they do. I mean, very, it very possible, it, you know, because it's agents out there that aren't good that, that get fired absolutely you know so it, it, it may be people that in terms of like, like even his interview his uh, production group it may be people that have a background in production but they may not be good you know what i'm That's saying very like, true it, very it, true it, it could be it could be a lot of that i just don't know like i said i, I wish i was privy to the knowledge of knowing who was in his circle and how much experience they have in each field because right now i I, I think they're uh, doing a little more harm than good. I completely agree. And, and, and again, you and I have said pretty much on every episode, and we're going to say it again, we want what's best for Lamar. We believe that he should get 
we should max out, you know, his likeness, his, his ability to play. Those things are something that we would love to see for him. We just believe that he has to find better situations and, and better people to help put him in that position that he so rightfully deserves and has worked very hard for. And that's all this is here. So, um, sometimes, you know, you got to give a little bit of criticism, whether you like it or not. Just because you like somebody doesn't necessarily mean that you that they're absolved from any type of um, constructive criticism at this point. And you and I have talked about that on here. So I just wanted to be clear that this is not right. a bashing of sorts. Because, because I'm that friend that wants the best for you. But I'm going to tell you what it is. All my friends know they come to me for advice because right. they want to get the legit. They're not going to get somebody that's about to coddle their feelings. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. And it's coming from a place of love. Like that's that. I, I don't know if he has those. I don't, I don't want to keep harping on that interview, but if there was some, if, if I'm a part of that circle, I'm like, bro, we can't put this out, bro. We can't, we can't put this out. What it looks like. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to just tell you, we can't, we can't put this out. Like we can do it. We we can still do the interview and stuff, but we 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 can't have it sounding and looking like this. Like, just for something as small as that, you can't have a bunch of yes men around. And I fear that there aren't people that are willing to challenge him or willing to say, you know, maybe we should tweak this and, and do it a little different than the way we've done it. I, I just it's always dangerous when you don't have anybody around that's really going to tell you what you need to hear. I completely agree with you. And and, and hopefully um, there can be some changes because he really, you know, could use some some prof some real professional assistance here and to get him the money that he so rightfully deserves. Before we get into our last segment, have you subscribed to the Winning Drive podcast? If you haven't, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that every time Cordell and I talk about your Baltimore Ravens, you will be the first to know. Let's continue the Lamar discussion, Cordell. Um, it, because of all of this, because of the no signing, because of, you know, the things that we've heard from media, oh, Lamar wants to move on, and I, which I don't, I don't take any of that personally. I think that that's a tactic that you have to use in order to try to get someone to, you know, put in a bid for you, right? I don't, I don't think that that's the case, but, you know, nevertheless, apparently that was allegedly said. Um, this, the fan base has really, you know, gone through it through this whole process and the report on Tuesday from pro football talk didn't really help any better. Again, I didn't take anything from it. Um, I think that that's a tactic that you have to use to try to get someone to, to put in an offer. Uh, so then there's something that moves forward because as of right now, this is a stalemate situation, but Ultimately, um, you know, it didn't sit very well with the fan base and to the point where we're seeing people starting to create um, fake DMs, hmm. um, fake conversations with Lamar. Uh, it has become very bizarre. And people that I know that are, have been connected to Lamar via social media um, you know, he denied all of that and said it wasn't true, that, they, that, that those screenshots that were being sent around wasn't true. But it, it just speaks on the level of disparity. If you want to talk about desperate, <laughs> I think it's the fan base 
of, 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 of the flockers that has become desperate and understandably so, right? Like people want a resolution. They want to know if Lamar is going to be a Raven for years to come, if he's going to be traded. And the fact that this is all in limbo just does nothing. But every day it just makes it harder and harder to kind of grasp, right? But if we want to talk about desperation, Shannon Sharp got this all wrong. The real desperation is yeah. in the Ravens' flock and not in Lamar Jackson's camp. It's gotten very, very weird as time has gone on. It has. Um, the Ravens fans, I mean, I, I, I told people it would be like this. The fan base is fractured. It's split up right now. You've got people that are, you know, pro-Lamar, and I mean, I'm I'm sure you've had the callers and you guys this show. I've had them on mine. I've got people that are calling in, some older callers, some younger ones, but some people are flat out like, look, man, Lamar leaves, I'm leaving, you know, and it, some people and some of those same people are like all against the Ravens and so on Lamar's side in this whole thing. And then you got the other side of things where you got all the Ravens fans who are, you know, team first and are like, look, Lamar, if you're gonna stay, it's great. If not, you can go, whatever. It, it's, it's very split right now. And this whole situation has turned into a circus. Um, you've got all the reports that are coming left and right. Some reports that are basically different versions of other reports that have already been put out. And then you've got some reports that are completely contradicting yeah. some of the reports that came out before them. And then, and now you, you, I mean, God, you go on Twitter and it's just a cesspool. I mean, you, you got people now, like you said, Photoshopping DMS from Lamar, I mean, it's hilarious because when you read the DM and they try to use like Lamar's language, His language yes, and stuff, and it's just like, bruh, y'all have too much time on your hands. Like, what are you doing? And, and it, it it just gets out, and of course, it doesn't take much to to send the fan the fan base into a frenzy on Twitter. It, it really doesn't take much at all. Um, and it's really all anybody's talking about. It's tough to talk about the Ravens. I mean, we we talk about it nonstop, but the fans, if, if they're having a conversation about the team, it's led with what's going on with Lamar right now. So uh, it, it's definitely crazy. Lamar again comes out on Twitter and has to refute more things because that's the only time he really pops out on Twitter is to, yeah. to basically say what's not true. Um, I would love to get what is true. Maybe we'll get some of that in his interview that's coming out, but I would love to get some of what's actually going on. Uh, but this is a situation that Lamar and the Ravens have caused themselves. You know, yep. they both sides have to their own credit, I guess you could say have been mostly tight lipped in regards to what's going on in the negotiation. So it's left everybody to be in the dark. And so then you force people, fans to really just rely on all these reports that get thrown out anything that they yep. see on Twitter that they can grasp onto that they can latch on to they're going to do it because the people who are actually involved are giving you nothing and i'm not sitting yep. here saying that they have to give us something it's just the fact of what's happening they're not giving you anything so people are forced to assume and come up with their own assumptions on what's actually going on and Lamar's let everybody know that they have been wrong in everything that they have assumed uh, to this point. But like I, I've said it in the past, you can't get upset at people for assuming when you're not giving them uh, the answers to anything. So fans need clarification. And I know the last episode we were kind of talking about what are we expecting to get from Lamar 
on this upcoming interview. Like one, I, I do think that one of the things that Lamar needs to address is some of the stuff that went on at the back end of the season. I know he put out the tweet about, you know, his injury and him not being able to play, but fans still have questions and whether it's legit or not, or whether it's fair or not to question this dude's injury and question whether he could get on the field or not. He has left a lot of unanswered questions in Baltimore. He's put out a lot of cryptic things on his social media that have caused Ravens fans, not forget the media, forget the team, just the fans. He has caused fans to be in question. Nobody knows what to believe. People yep. don't know if Lamar, one day you see Lamar rocking a Ravens chain and a Ravens blazer, and then you start seeing all this other stuff about him not wanting to be a I mean, it's it's a lot going on. Nobody hears from Lamar. And, I, and maybe to him, he's probably like, what else do I have to do? Every time I talk about the Ravens, I say I want to be there. I continue to post pictures of me in Ravens gear. What else do I have to do? I could understand his standpoint, but sometimes, you know, people need reassurance. Right. And I think right now with everything that's going on, the fans need the reassurance that, Lamar does want to be in Baltimore, that he didn't quit on his team at the back end of the season, you know, that he actually was hurt, that he was still supporting his team, even though he didn't travel with them. He's supporting them from behind the scenes. Like I, I, I even even if he feels like it's stupid, it means something to the fans of Baltimore that I believe he still cares about a lot. I completely agree with you. And and hopefully, like you said, his um his video that he's allegedly going to put out at some point will cover those bases because it is important for people to have some clarity. Um, I know that we can say that he doesn't owe us that and maybe oh. technically he doesn't, but I oh. think from a, from, I think from a standpoint of you just trying to continue to connect with a fan base that mm -hmm. you say that you want to be part of and you're doing a video because this is voluntarily, you're voluntarily right. doing this video I think that you should address those things. And, you know, it would be nice to hear from him about what happened about the end of, of last season, about what's happening now, any of those things. Um, and, and to just give some clarity on what it is that you want to do. Are you requesting a, tra uh, requesting a trade? Are you, you know, committed to trying to stay with the Ravens? What is it that you want to do? And hopefully those are the things that he touches on when he does this video. Maybe he's redoing the video. I don't, I didn't, I wouldn't think it takes so long to come out, but <laughs> you know, it's it might be have he got some editing to do. I think, okay. I think they got some maybe some reshooting okay. or something to go on. I, I, maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't know. So we'll, we'll be waiting for that, right? We'll be waiting for what it is that it is that he is trying to do, um, with that. And you know, we, I think have a right to ask those questions that you already mentioned and no, and want to know, you know, how all of that went and what do you expect moving forward, you know, in terms of how your, your career or what it is that you want from your career or whatever. So it will be interesting to see, but I really hope that it, it whatever this video comes out, what I do hope is that um, it can appease people enough that we're not creating fake posts just to garner some type of attention or garner something because we haven't heard from Lamar. Hopefully hearing from Lamar 
clears up a lot of these things that people are doing, these antics that people are doing on social media that's creating attention for themselves. And he's able to debunk everything that everybody has going on because it's it's been a wild ride for the past. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and hopefully he start. I mean, that should be the latest example to Lamar of, all right, I got to. I gotta get. I gotta say something. I gotta yeah. get out there because now it's literally taking on a life of his own. People are coming up with their own stuff, and I'm not saying he really has to care. Like you said, he doesn't owe us anything. He could really just say, "Screw it, let them think what they want. It'll play out how it plays out." He could definitely yeah. go that route. But like you also said, he's volunteering to put out this interview. This is something that he. Sh it's a lot of things. Lamar needs to address, in my opinion, if he's going to do this interview. We haven't spoken to Lamar in over three months. Over three months. <laughs> you yes. know, like it's a lot of unanswered questions right there. Um, and so I, I'm hoping that he he provides some clarity to a lot of topics that we all want to hear about because, um, I mean, like it or not, he's the biggest story right now in the NFL as Aaron Rodgers continues to leave the Jets hanging. Um, so the, between no, those the Packers two, leaving the Jets hanging, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, well, yeah, the, the Packers. You're right. You're right. It is, <laughs> it, is the Packers. it is the Packers leaving the Jets on red right now. Um, but that whole situation is just so funny to me uh, in itself. But yeah, between those two things, those are the two biggest stories right now uh, in the league. And and I think Lamar probably sees that, which is why he feels like he needs to do this interview. He hasn't, he knows he hasn't spoken in forever. He knows there are a lot of stones left unturned. Hopefully we get more answers than more questions after we get this interview. Completely agree. So the saga continues. I'm sure we'll have more conversations about this next week and the week after that and the week after that going all the way up into the draft. So uh, hopefully by then we can get some answers on this video because eventually it will drop. But we want to thank you all for uh, listening to the podcast. We want you to have a great weekend again. March Madness continues. So if your brackets aren't already busted, because I'm sure most of y'all are, are already. Right. Um, good luck to you. And uh, we hope that you find some success. And uh, again, have a great weekend. So from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive.